you about the week we had this last week and it's been a crazy week it's actually been a difficult week and I felt like I wanted to talk about it but I almost don't want to share what's going on this week because how do you make happy out of that how do you share this with happy life and sometimes life hits and you're like yeah happy life seems well and good when everything's well and I just won the lottery you know when I got the promotion when someone was nice to me uh, when things are going well when I just got the paycheck when the weekend's coming you know the list goes on and on but if happy life doesn't work when things are difficult then it doesn't work in my opinion if happy life only works when circumstances are good then it's not the happy life that I'm trying to to develop in my life that we happy lifers are trying to embrace. You know, happy life is getting and keeping happy in every circumstance, getting joy and sustaining joy no matter what circumstances come my way. So I want to talk to you about this last week and it's been difficult, but what happened here in America was with Hurricane Florence, or should I say Tropical Storm Florence. I believe that, you know, they were worried about it becoming a Category 4. I think it came down to a Category 1, maybe even a tropical storm. But nonetheless, I mean, there were over 900 people rescued. Up to date, we have 17 confirmed people have, have died due to Florence. And so, you know, that's tough. I mean, the hurricane season is just, and I realized that it came on my newsfeed, a memory from it one year ago where I put out another podcast, 89BU, where in the description of it, it says, for all of you that have been hit by hurricanes the last couple of weeks, our hearts and prayers go out to you. Maybe you're going through a personal hurricane currently, our hearts go out to you as well. And here, a year later, you know, we're in the peak of hurricane season, and there's a lot of people going through hurricanes, going through personal hurricanes, as well as Hurricane Florence right now. On top of that, um, this is difficult for me to talk about, and it's, it's kind of surprising to me, but maybe it shouldn't be, that is difficult for me to talk about, because I don't know these two individuals at all. But I don't know why I'm feeling it so hard. I just am. I just... I've worked with teenagers for over 30 years, and uh, I think I'm a lifer. I mean, teenagers are not only our future, they're our present. So I've been working with youth for over 30 years, and uh, it still hits because there were two people from my boys' high school that, um, that took their lives this last weekend. And the young man was a wrestler. Um, he committed suicide earlier on in the, in the weekend, and from what I've heard, his girlfriend, or maybe she was his ex-girlfriend, but uh, she took her life too. Um, one of my boy's friends came over, and I asked her about it. 
I asked her what it was like in school. My son said it was very somber. Uh, his friend said it was just surreal, and, and she didn't talk much about it. And I went up to my to my office and started working on, a, on a, one of my podcasts. And I sat in here for a while, and all of a sudden it dawned on me, what are you doing, Steve? I mean, she just showed some... You know, some real vulnerability there, some pain coming out of her. She was almost in tears when she said it was, uh, you know, very surreal and didn't know how to handle it. And she was a friend with, with the, the girl who took her life. And I guess it even made national news, so you might have even heard about it. Um, and I left what I was doing on the podcast, and I went into my son's room where they were hanging out. And I just asked her, I, I just felt convicted, like, why? what am I doing in here working on a podcast to help make people happy? There's somebody five feet away from me in the next room that is struggling with being happy. And so I just started to talk to her about the whole situation and, and try to do my best to comfort her and, and, and give her good news. And 30 minutes later, she looked up at me and she said, thank you. Which takes me to uh, Mr. Rogers' quote, Fred Rogers. I did a podcast on him a few weeks ago called Mr. Rogers, uh, episode 138. He he said something. He said, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And I think that's the ticket for this situation. That's why we can talk about happy life in the midst of hurricanes, suicides, um, on top of that. And I almost feel embarrassed to even talk about it because it seems so trivial compared to Florence, the Hurricane Florence, and and the high school students who took their lives this last weekend. But nonetheless, it's still a big deal to me. And sometimes you look at people's pain and say, well, my pain isn't anything like theirs. And, and that's good. But let me also say this. Pain is pain. And for some people, they're going through a lot more pain than other people. But hurt is hurt. I mean, it still hurts. And... And this is this is a good pain. It's a healthy pain for me. But my middle son is getting ready to go off to college. We're getting ready to to take him down to Hollywood, where he's going to Musicians Institute. And uh, it's the, our last week that we're having with him at home. Now he's going to be home again, but this is still his last week before he becomes a college student. And man, I have so much to be excited for, but it's still difficult to me. But. You know, it's all a matter of perspective because when I look at my sadness about my son going off to college, and I'm so proud of him, I'm so excited for him. I I love where he's going. I've been down there to check out the school with him, and I think it's a great fit, and and I think it's where he needs to be. But it's still difficult for me. But it is a matter of perspective. You know, it's hard for me to take my boy. You know, it's hard for me for my son to be here for the last week and go down to school. But you know, these other parents who lost their children to suicide this last weekend, they would they would trade me in a heartbeat, you know. So when I realized what these other parents are going through with their children, I thought, you know what, it's hard for my son to leave home, but you know, I'm just grateful that he's that he's able to go and that I'm able to take him down there. Fred Rogers was right on it when he said his mother actually was the one that was right on it, you know, and she said, if you see things in the news that scare you, look for the helpers. There's always help. And that's the truth. There's, there's always help. It's that we got to look somewhere else. I know that, that, the the stories and media, they, they print out positive stuff, but it feels to me like for every positive story they put out, they've got 10, 12 negative stories that they put out. I mean, like some of the 
news shows that I have watched, you know, they'll they'll show one positive news story. But the whole half hour, the whole hour that we've watched has been negative stories. They've been tough stories. And I'm not saying we don't report that stuff. I'm not saying that we bury our head in the sand. But I'm saying that look for the helpers. That's why I, I subscribed recently to the Good Newsletter. They have a podcast called Sounds Good. It's by Good, Good, Good. But it's a good newsletter. And every Tuesday, they send you an email with five positive news stories because it's been hard for me. I want to stay connected to the news, but every time I turn on the media, man, it's so negative that it just, it really slaps my happy in the face and I have to really struggle hard to stay happy. So how do I keep the news in my life without getting down? That's why I subscribe to the, to the good newsletter and uh, they have a podcast. They have Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff because I also need to see good stuff that's happening. In fact, they pointed out they had over a dozen stories that you could click on right from this last episode that came out on Tuesday about things that are going on during the hurricane that are positive. Like there's a, a owner of a U-Haul that's letting people from the hurricane store their stuff for free. You've got football coaches who who have meals planned for their football team and they're giving the meals for free to those that are in need. You you have people that are that are rescuing other people. You've got I mean there's story after story. You've got um, a couple in Maryland that were gonna get married, but obviously it got ruined because of the, the tropical storm, the hurricane. But a bunch of friends replanned it in 48 hours. <laughs> um, you've got someone who took like 60-some animals on a school bus and drove them out of the area. Um, got Coast Guard rescuing people. you got an Airbnb um, host that are offering free rooms to people that are fleeing the, the hurricane. Budweiser is putting water in cans instead of beer. I mean, the list just just keeps on going of of all these people that are doing something good when you're afraid of something in life when life is difficult when it's when it's scary when it's sad focus on the helpers because there's always somebody helping it's a verse in the bible it's from the sermon on the mount it, it's when jesus took his disciples up on this mountainside and he began to teach them but all these crowds began to follow him and uh, he started it off with a bunch of happy statements. He started off with a bunch of happy life. And, and when you picture God a lot of times, or you picture religion a lot of times, you don't picture happy people. <laughs> you know, you don't picture happiness, but God wants us to be happy. Here Jesus is sitting down with his, with his followers, and he wants to teach them what he wants to teach them. And he starts off with, you need to be happy. Now, from the translations we read it, it says, blessed are you, or blessed are you when you, you know, this and that. But I like how the Good News Bible translates it. That word blessed, if you look at the original word, can also be translated as happy. Happy are you. You know, in verse 4, chapter 5 of Matthew, it says, happy are you, or blessed are you when you mourn, for you will be comforted. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to mourn. Another thing that's happened in the last week is I got news about my mom who's getting hospice care. So, you know, um, I don't want to mourn. I don't want to think about that stuff. I want to put my fingers in my ears and go, la, 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 la. That's not what I'm suggesting with happy life. When I say, look, listen, remember, look somewhere else, listen to something else, remember something else, don't watch negative news. That's, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm not saying bury your head in the sand, put your fingers in your ears and say, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. Um, but what I'm saying is change your perspective, look for the help, I don't want to mourn. I don't want to think about my mom and her condition. I don't want to think about my son going off to college. I don't want to think about those kids that, 
the end of their life. They just didn't see the happy. They didn't see the hope. And if they could have seen the happy, if I could have talked to them before it happened, if someone would have known, I'm sure there's, there's got to be hundreds of people that are saying that. I went to a vigil that, that they put on for them. The, the, the high school students put on a vigil for them. There's all these kids there that are just, you know, overwhelmed with, what do you do? And I'm, I'm sure a lot of them are, are saying stuff like, you know, if I just would have known, if someone could have talked to them and, and, and brought some happy the way, could have pointed out the helpers or could have been the helpers, those two kids' lives and the lives that they impacted the whole entire high school is in this somber mode. And I, 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 I'm almost in tears this last week thinking about the teachers who taught them, who, who came close with them. But if we would have pointed out the helpers, if we could have been the helpers, it could have changed all that. It could have changed them. But the but the Bible says that mourning is good, that you're blessed when you mourn, that you're happy when you mourn. What? <laughs> happy when you mourn? But the Bible is full of that. He's got a bunch of statements where he says, happy are you when you're persecuted for righteousness sake. I mean, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Happy are the meek. Happy and blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you falsely and say all kinds of evil against you because of me. I mean, what? Happy? Because those things are going on? Are, are, are you kidding me? Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense, right? But God says it. And so I believe it because he's bigger than me. He created the universe. He created the world. He created me and he, he knows how I function. And then he gave me a manual called the Bible to help me out. And in that Bible, he says, happy are you when you mourn? Because for every one of those things that didn't make sense, every one of those oxymorons, words that don't go together that are conflicting, you know, like good grief, jumbo shrimp, pretty ugly, airline food, act naturally. I mean, all those words, they, they, they're they opposite each other, but they're put together. Those are called oxymorons and, and the Bible is full of them. And, and God's wisdom doesn't make sense to our wisdom because he's bigger than us, not because he's dumber than us. Hello, he's God. So when he says, happy are you, he gives a reason for each one of them. And for the mourn one, he says, happy are you when you mourn for you will be comforted. So we need to mourn. We need to mourn. And I, one thing I told my son's friend that was here that was really struggling with it was just, you know, mourning those two kids' lives is good. The only thing worse than that is if they lost their lives would be to not mourn it at all. Well, the reason we mourn them is because they made an impact on us. The good news is, is that God will comfort those who mourn the good news translation of that of that same verse says happy are you when you mourn for god will comfort you whenever something happens in the news that you're afraid of look for the helpers because there's always somebody helping god is the helper that's good news because god is god and he's all powerful and oftentimes when god helps us he helps us with other people through other people. That's why we're a community. We're a, a family of happy lifers. We are here to be used by God to help other people, even in the midst of our sadness. And in the midst of my sadness, I was able to put down my podcast for a moment and go in the other room and comfort somebody who was sad, bring happy to somebody who was sad. And do you think I felt better when I was done? Yes, I did. You know, because we're going to play it again, and I keep talking about it. But I'm sorry, it keeps coming up. But it's just, it's such a perfect song for the end of our podcast. 
make someone happy and you'll be happy too. And then this morning when I was thinking about recording this and I was laying there, I hadn't gotten out of bed yet. It was early and I was still thinking about what I'm going to record. And I opened up my, I just felt like I wanted to find out what God was saying today. I, I see the Bible as God's social media. It's, I want to find out what he's saying to me today, not what he said to people thousands of years ago, but what he's saying to me today, because, you know, the Bible talks about itself saying that it's a living book. It's alive and it's active and it. It doesn't just mean something for people thousands of years ago. It also means something for me today. And check it out, this scripture. I mean, this, the verse of the day that came up this morning was this. Now, this, the Bible app, when they put out the verses of the days, I'm sure they don't do it day by day. I'm sure they have them laid out for a whole year in advance, right? It didn't know that I was going to struggle with my mom being in hospice care. It didn't know that I was going to be struggling with with um, the two kids from my community, from my high school, my, you know, my my son's high school um, that, that into their lives this last weekend. It didn't know that that people are going to be struggling with Hurricane Florence. But listen to what it says in the message translation. It said, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't add to your tomorrow by all the worries that you have. The Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. So think about today, basically. So I started looking it up in different translations. It's just different ways of saying the same thing. And uh, when I came across this translation of the message, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 34, which is also a part of the Sermon on the Mount. This is a few minutes later in the conversation where God says, Blessed are you who are mourned, for you will be comforted. God will help you. God will comfort you. He will be your helper when you mourn. And then a little bit later, he says on the same mount, talking to the same people, he says, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. You know, we've seen that... <laughs> I heard about the uh, uh, the the news reporter that was doing you know he was doing his he was faking he, he was in this hurricane and they're saying it was fake but he's battling this wind in the hurricane and he's leaning forward and the wind's blowing and he's he's got this rain gear on you know and and he's looking at the camera and he's leaning forward and, and he's fighting this wind you got these two teenagers show up with t-shirts and shorts just walking normal behind him <laughs> it's got like over a million views last I checked and. Uh, <laughs> And there he is. He looks like he's battling the storm. And, 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 and so then he gets a bad rap because, you know, with all this stuff going on with fake news and, you know, or exaggerated news. And now people are saying, was he faking it? Was he being real? And it sure looked like it was a fake. And, and sometimes, you know, media tends to exaggerate things. And they, they love to exaggerate the negative because that's what they think sells, I guess. That's, they they, they, they want to talk about, the, you know, the negative. But there's always helpers out there. And we need to focus on that. Remember something else. Look somewhere else. Listen to something else, not just all the negative. And, uh, you know, a buddy of mine said this once while a lot of the stuff was going on in the media. And it doesn't matter. I mean, every day it's something new. They're always, it's always some big, they're making a big deal out of something. And, you know, they'll even say, coming later on, this, you know, and they keep talking about it. And then when the story finally shows at the end of the newscast, you're like, that's what I tuned in for this whole half hour because they love to exaggerate it and and at one point you know my buddy said you know he learned something when someone's trying to make a big deal about something when they're making a lot of noise you wonder what they're trying to cover up like 
I don't know. I think about you know when you're getting two guys are ready to fight each other. How they you know even look at the MMA or or whatever, and they they make this big storm, man. They're trying to make this big the words, and they're trying to talk smack, and they're trying to make a lot of commotion because they want to distract you from the fact that they're afraid or or that they don't really want to fight. You throw the first punch. No, you throw the first punch. If you wanted to fight, you just throw the first punch, right? But then said we'll talk about it for 15 minutes. I'm not going. You throw the first punch, and we like to make a lot of noise because we're trying to cover up something. And oftentimes in media, not just the regular media, we need to blame ourselves too. Social media is much the same way. And when people are are making a lot of noise, emotionally, mentally, physically, when they're when they're trying to make a lot of attention, what are they really trying to hide? What I'm trying to say is there's always something underneath. There's always a happy flowing underneath. In the midst of all the struggle, you can be happy when you mourn because you will be comforted god will be that helper and he will comfort you i was watching a movie an old movie last night uh the terminal about tom hanks who is stuck in a airport terminal for nine months and he's this russian guy or from krakosia and uh Anyway, I won't get into all the details of it, but the whole movie was about wait. He kept waiting, and he ran across someone else, a flight attendant that I always ran across paths, and she was waiting for this guy um, to commit to her, and he was waiting for, you know, they both wore these beepers, and, uh, you know, these little things you put on the side of your belt that beep when you remember those things? <laughs> those seems so long ago, but they both wore these beepers because they were waiting for someone to call them to tell them the wait was over, and sometimes when we get go through hard stuff, we don't mourn, but we need to mourn because we will be comforted if we mourn. If we don't mourn, I don't know if the comfort is coming, right? But we keep waiting for it to just pass. We grit our teeth, and we just wait for it to pass, and I get that. That's that's natural. But sometimes you got to feel it. You don't fight it. You got to feel it. And you, you need to mourn because if you mourn, you will be comforted. God will help you. But if you don't mourn, if you don't let people know how you're feeling, they can't help you. And if, if, if you hold it inside, God can't take that from you if you don't give it to him. Here's how I do it. God, I'm really sad about my mom. I give this sadness to you. God, I'm sad about my son going off to college and leaving home. I'm so excited about that, but I give that to you. What do you think about him? And then I think about the parents who would trade me in a heartbeat. So you see how the, how that works? That's how I do it. I just say, I literally say, God, I give this to you. Either, or I say it in my mind or I say it out loud. And sometimes I hold, like I'm picturing it in my fist and I open up my fist. I heard this once it said, you know, when you're holding on to something, God can't give it to you to open up your hand and let go. And then God wants to give us something new, but we've got to let go of the old. And so, um, you know, we got to, there's a song that we sing all the time that we trade our sorrows for God's joy. So you've got to let go of that. You've got to mourn that. God, I'm sad. God, I'm worried. God, I'm scared. I give this to you. And then we just wait. And we got to wait because the morning is going to come, but it's not going to come. I had a student in my youth ministry years ago who, who lost his dad and, uh, you know, God bless him. He, he got this little book on the seven, seven steps of mourning. And, and he came to me and said, Steve, I think I'm through the first five steps. He was definitely a doer. He was a planner. He loved to do things. He loved to accomplish things. His dad was like that. And uh, he's like, I've gotten, I think I've gotten through the first five steps. I only got two more steps. And I was like, Aaron, it doesn't work that way. Mourning takes a while. If we go, okay, God, I gave it to you. Where's, where's the comfort? Well, you got to wait. 
good things come to those that wait. The Bible says, they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. So we're like, God, I'm waiting. Well, that's not, it's not a passive waiting. It's an aggressive waiting. It's, it's a, in other words, it's, it's active. It's like, God, I'm waiting on you. God, I give it to you again today. God, I give it to you again this minute. God, I give it to you again this hour. God, I'm struggling with it still. I give it to you. I keep giving it to him. I keep waiting. One day the beeper is going to go off. And we're going to see the comfort's going to come. And, and God in his mercy only lets us deal with a little bit of, of mourning at a time. And then we deal with that. And then he allows a little bit more to come through. Because if we dealt with all the mourning at once, it would overwhelm us and we couldn't handle it. So when you're going through something that you're afraid of, look for the helpers. And when you mourn, God will comfort you. God is the helper and God will send helpers our way. Let me read the rest of this verse and close this, this podcast off. Um, you know, Matthew six thirty four. like I said, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now, what God is doing right now, not what the media is saying is going on, not just that, not just, but what God is doing right now. And uh, I can look at the hurricane or I can look at all the people that are doing something about the hurricane. The rest of it says, don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. This is a very difficult part for me. It's hard for me to do that because I tend to get worked up. I tend to worry and get anxious. That's kind of my weakness. But it says, don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God, listen to this. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. And there it is again. God is our helper. God will send people on our path to help us, but God is our helper. Happy are you when you mourn, for God will help you. And God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. So if you're going through a hard thing, um, I apologize. If you're going through a a hurricane right now, you're going through some tough stuff in your life, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I know I didn't cause that. But I can still be sorry. I, I, I don't want you to go through that. If I could remove it, I would. In some ways, that's kind of what this podcast, what I'm hoping this podcast will do. In some ways, there's hope in this podcast. And hope helps to remove the hurt. Because if we mourn, he will comfort us. The comfort will come. We've gone through hard stuff before, and we're going to make it through this as well. God will help. Just let him. That thing you're holding on to with clenched fist. Open up that fist and say, God, I'm struggling with this. I give it to you. Help me. And you give it to him over and over again. If it takes you dozens of times in one day, will you say hundreds of times in one day, God, I am just struggling with this. I give this to you. You will be comforted because there are helpers out there. And God is our help. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy and you will be happy too thanks for listening i hope that helped steve ace